Hello, my love. Welcome to Self Love with Sid, the podcast. I'm a self love, confidence, and manifesting podcaster and course creator, as well as a labor and delivery nurse. This podcast is here to remind you that you are worthy of love from yourself and others. You get to be a confident badass, and you're capable of living the life of your dreams. I love sharing the tools that have helped me and what I continue to learn on my own self love and confidence journey. Thank you for being here, and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Mwah. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of the podcast. This is my interview with Victoria Nielsen, um, talking all things, I'm going to say spirituality, just to start that off, and Akashic Records, um, and just everything pretty much alignment. But like every other interview that I do, we just kind of see where it goes. So Victoria, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are, what you do, a little bit of your story. Go ahead. Yay. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here, Sydney. So I am a kind of a medium. I am trained in Akashic Records reading, definitely a, a spiritual person. I think it wasn't always that way. I ran away from my intuition a lot. Um, I don't know if I was afraid of it, but I, I don't think I really knew what it was. I knew my mom was always really in tune and had dreams that came true. And I think I always thought that was her thing and that it wasn't mine. But I realized looking back that I was super attuned, uh, even at a young age. Um, I saw my, I think it was my grandfather or great grandfather. When I was really little, I told my grandmother, like, there's a you know, guy over there smiling at me and there was nobody in the room. And so she just asked, is he a nice person? And I said, yes. And so she just said, okay. Love it. Um, I don't remember this. She told me this later. Yeah. But, uh, you know, since then I had always kind of been into like yoga and meditation and, and more, more recently into meditation and actually had a miscarriage in 2018 that I think really opened me up spiritually and led me to get Akashic Records training. And now I'm part of an Elevated Mastermind with Sydney, uh, with Elevate the Globe that I swear is changing our lives and really helps align me to my purpose and what I want to be doing. And so Spirit Mamas is kind of my new venture uh, with a good girlfriend of mine who is a Reiki healer and a spiritual tarot reader. And right now it's really just about us doing sessions and, you know, helping kind of align your energy with the hope is that it grows to be more than that. You know, maybe we'll have a podcast one day, maybe we'll have a foundation for mamas, uh, really kind of seeing where it goes. But for now, just super excited to bring the healing and the love and the good vibes to, to more people. I love that. Love it so much. So what can I, just out of my curiosity, what did it look like for your Akashic Record training? Like, what did that entail? What did that look like? Yeah. So this actually was the first time I trained with Daniela Gill. She is amazing. If you've never heard of her, had a reading by her, she, they like to call her like the psychic psychic. Um, her readings are just like super clear and in tune um, with what folks need to hear. And so I kept seeing like the words Akashic other places. And I was like, what is this? I don't, I don't even know. And yeah. so it, I actually listened to uh, a podcast from Sahara Rose that she did a reading with Daniela Gill and it immediately made me be like, I want to do a reading with Daniela Gill. And so she at the end of my reading was like, I'm not offering this to everyone, but I'm doing an online course for the very first time at a discounted price. 
would you be interested? And so she normally does these sessions over a weekend in LA. Folks would come um, and you learn to open your records first. Mm -hmm. So we met for, gosh, four months, I guess, uh, like three times a week. And as the group, Daniela would open the records for us and do kind of a group reading. And then we were taught a prayer um, to open our own records. And then every week we'd come together to practice opening our own records and then did um, record readings for other members of the group. Mm -hmm. And then we would kind of journal and ask questions. Um, and, and really it was kind of very, very flowy, if you will, whatever the group really needed that week, um, we would work through. So whether someone was having blocks about opening the records or they weren't really sure if they were opening the records or, or what was happening, we would talk through. Um, and then just really practice, practice, practice. Um, and I think just the group energy was, I, I mean, amazing. Like opening the records with a group is insane. Like you, I feel it physically um, in my body. So like I could feel that I opened the records and there was a presence there. Mm. Um, and, you know, sometimes you'd go open it on your own and you'd be like, am I doing it? Like, is that the record talking? Is that me talking? Like, I don't really know. Um, so it took practice to realize, like, nope, that's really the records. Um, and I can always tell it's the records because it's super high vibe, super loving, super, you know, um, just no judgment, like, for everyone um, kind of words and messages that come through. But if it was ever anything, like, unsure or unquestioning or not from a place of love, then, like, that's not the records. Yeah. Well, that was my question, too. Like for anybody, because I know a lot of the girls that are a lot of the people, it's not just women in my community, but majority women um, are interested in spirituality. And there is a lot of people have been like, like I have a girl actually who was asking about like getting into like breath work training. Like she's like, I don't know if there's like certifications that I can do for that. Like, so we were talking about that. And I think it's a lot of people like me who are so I wasn't like raised with, I mean, my parents, like we have Buddhas all over the house, like whatever, but it's almost like, okay, we love the vibe of that, but not like, are we connecting with anything? And it's funny because I didn't realize like my mom growing up had tarot decks in the house. I never knew that because she never practiced it. And I don't know if there was like shame there behind, like, you know what I mean? Um, or just like, Oh, I think I for sure have like ancestral shame about it. Yeah. Like I, for sure think I have a lot like my line is like witchy women mm. you know is, is what I truly think now that I've connected to stuff and yeah. I think my grandmother probably is way more intuitive and and she shut it off and I think my mom was open to it and that's yeah. why it comes through in her and that I tried to shut it off and now that I'm open to it it's coming through right my mom this is so crazy was born in the amniotic sac oh wow so like they didn't pop my grandmother's water, you right. know, like right. she came out in the sack. And um, my great grandmother was convinced, like kept a piece of it and was convinced that if we ever threw that away, that my mother would die. Oh, wow. And, but she never explained it. Like, she just said, you have to keep this piece of it. Huh. And so I think like there was definitely some kind of like intuitive vibes. Yeah. yeah. And intuitiveness. And I don't know if my great grandmother just didn't know what to call it. Um, but like, wasn't talked about but she always she would make like weird tonics and herbs and like if you were sick like this elixir was what you had to drink that like she made and so all of that to say I was supposed to be born in the sack and they um sit where my mom was in labor and she was pissed 
like super pissed. Yeah. Um, and so it's just so interesting the things that you take on from your family because I definitely think, like you said, there was shame around it. Yeah. And I think because, you know, not to get into like whatever ordered religion and not, but right. I think that's just so familiar to people that they don't know there's another way. Like I always knew there was something bigger than myself, but I didn't know what it was and right. I didn't know what to call it. Me too. Yeah. And I personally believe all of the gods and all of the, like everything is true. I believe right. that, you know, it's probably all source right. and everyone just has a different name for it yeah, um, or a different interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing too. Cause like my whole background has been like, my grandma was Jewish. My grandpa was like Irish Catholic. Like, so there's definitely like a lot of spiritual background, but I also feel like familiar, like whatever, coming down with my family, like my parents were both kind of like, we don't want to raise them because religion had felt so like, if you don't do this, then you're a sinner and then you're wrong and then whatever. And I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of my friends that are like, I used to be super religious and now I'm just kind of more into like the spirituality and like knowing that there's like the universe and my guides and everything. Um, so I guess the question, like for people who are starting out or for people who have like tuned this out for a long time, like what are your top tips for people to like connect with like their intuition, their higher self, like their angels and their guides for like a very beginner or like for me even like making it more of like a regular practice. Cause for me, I feel like there's months where I'm like on it and I feel super connected. And then like, I'm super busy at work and I'm super busy with my business and I get super busy and I'm remembering that alignment is the most important thing. So it's like, why am I rushing around trying to do things if that might not even like be in alignment with where I'm supposed to be? Does that make sense? Exactly. Oh yeah. I think, so I think for me, I found it without even realizing I had found it by moving my body every day. Mm. And it could just be five minutes of you putting on a song and legit just dancing whatever way you feel and whatever comes to you. And then taking the time afterwards to, to journal again for five minutes, it does not have to be anything crazy, but I think that's when I really became most aligned and most there's a plane flying over, so I don't know if you okay. that. But most just in tune with myself, honestly, was putting on like a, a dancey beat in the morning after my workout, jamming for five minutes, and then writing for five minutes. Okay. And the stuff that would come through just felt so universal to me and felt like it was coming from Something. a higher yeah. power, if you will. Yeah, like I that's when I started to notice the difference between like, I'm just sitting and journaling and I'm journaling a higher truth, if right. that makes sense. Right. And journaling just your own thoughts is just as productive. Right. I think getting in tune with yourself is, is huge. And more people need to do that before you worry about anything else. And I think people, you know, say, oh, you have to sit and meditate. You have to be in stillness. Yes, I, I do think there is merit in that and that that will only, um, grow your practice but that's not where you have to start if that feels forced to you if that doesn't feel good start by literally just moving your body or by sitting and writing you know I think people get really worked up in their heads about starting it and it's really that simple right right and I think it always comes down to like especially like in the spiritual community like this is what everybody does and this is how it's supposed to be and like whatever and like at the end of the day because like when I first started like kundalini which for those of you guys that are not a part of the elevate the globe community that's where Victoria and I met but they're a group of women who teach Brit and Tara teach kundalini practices and meditation and 
it's such a deep dive. Like it's beautiful if you're looking at starting a new practice. Um, but when I first started Kundalini, I was kind of like, Ooh, this is so fucking weird. Like I was so like, I feel like because there was so much resistance, I'm like, I need to just like push past this to be able to like actually connect with something higher. And it's always like that for me. So if there's anybody listening to this, who's like, I feel like I'm feeling called to sit down and meditate, but it's not like a normal thing. Like just remembering, I feel like that doing five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, it's like working out, like getting that muscle, you know, more used to it. But again, like I have some people too in the community who are like meditation feels super unsafe for me because there's been a lot of trauma in their past. And like the fact that they have to close their eyes freaks them out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, there are like walking meditations, going outside without your phone, like keep your phone away from you. I feel like that is like an act of meditation in itself. Like, well, and it's different for every person. I think that was a really good thing to say is that your journey doesn't look like anyone else's journey. And I think it is good to look at others to start with just to know what's possible, but then break away from that. Do what feels good to you. My daily run is a meditation to me. Like I was feeling super anxious yesterday. And I went for a run and I came back and my, my husband noticeably was like, you, you are different. And I'm like, yeah, I moved energy. Like yeah. I moved whatever junk out that I needed to move out. And yeah. so, you know, is that, yeah, sitting in nature for five minutes, going for a run, sitting with a cup of tea. I mean, all of those things are forms of meditation and self-care that absolutely help you connect to yourself and to a higher being and if you want to label them spiritual, great. If that feels weird to you and it's just a moment to yourself, that's fine too. Like whatever, you know, you don't even have to label it if you don't want to, honestly. I think that was the biggest block for me for a long time is that I didn't want to call myself spiritual, Mm. even though I was. And I, I kind of still don't know why I'm working through that of like, what is it about being spiritual or or talking to god quote unquote that like rubs me the wrong way um i i think there's something deep-seated from my past that again i'm still kind of figuring out and trying to work through but it took a lot of self-reflection to even realize it was an issue Mm -hmm. you know i had to stop and like be like oh that feeling that weird prickly feeling when someone talks about going to church like i bristle like why would you do that you know and so I had to stop and be like whoa what's going on inside me that that I feel that way so maybe it's really even just stepping back and and being that examiner of your feelings if you will that can help you get get into uh into a spiritual practice yeah that's very true my other question too for you just because I'm very curious what do you have any like certain like for me, I love planning at the beginning of the month, which is super in tune because it's June 1st. Um, but like planning at the beginning of the month, or like the begin, like setting intentions at like specific times. Like, do you have like, do you just use like your daily practice as a way to like tune in and be intuitive and figure out, you know, because I feel like for me and for a lot of the girls, like obviously that are in my community, we're very similar. Right. But I think when it comes down to like planning for the month, you can get super caught up in like, what is going on outside of me that needs to get done versus what can I do to like serve me and help me elevate? Do you know what I mean? Other than like, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of the times, like for like even thinking this morning, like about like this month coming up and like, what do I have to get done? And like, it's like that have to, like, what do I have to get done? And it's like, how can I, I guess, reframe and come back to like, where am I intuitively being led? And like, you know what I mean? Rather than like, what is my like human brain telling me that I should be doing? Yeah, that I have to do. God, the shoulds, man. I am I know. queen of the, the shoulds. I think 
first and foremost, just recognizing that you have a pattern of the shoulds. I, it took me, I think, a long time to realize that I was telling myself there's a lot of stuff I should be doing, and that was causing so much resistance. Mm. I am more of a flow person. I, I, it's funny that you bring up, like, the planning, because I, having a plan helps me achieve things for sure, but I think before I knew what I wanted to achieve, that felt weird because I was like, well, I don't even know what I want to do. So how can I plan my week and, and what I want to, you know, what I want to get done. And so now it's more of a day by day thing and it's not perfect. You know, I, I do feel better if I'm meditating first thing in the morning, journaling first thing in the morning, it sets the tone of the day. I mean, people say that, but it's true. I, the days that I'm not meditating until the afternoon, it's fine but I feel like I make more space in my day when I do it first thing and it helps me worry less that I'm going to get it all done. Like Mm -hmm. it all gets done. I get, you know, somehow I get in bed at night and I'm taking care of my five month old baby. I've worked, I've meditated. Some days I don't always get a workout in that, you know, I will say there are days that I go back and forth of like, isn't meditation or a workout more important? Sometimes I choose the workout. Sometimes I choose the meditation. Um, but I, Try once I make that choice not to overthink it okay. and be like, oh, I should be doing something else with that time. Mm. I think that's been really valuable for me is just being present in whatever I'm currently doing and knowing that that is the, the thing that I should be doing right then, not something else that I made a choice not to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. And, and so I think, you know, the flow, the flow, I think is super important though, that don't if you're feeling resistance to something there's a reason so like if you don't want to sit down and work on your blog or you know in your case like host a podcast episode then don't Mm. like come back to it at a different time and that is a hundred percent okay right that's so true I know and I it's weird too that's the whole thing like and I was listening to something yesterday like a podcast on the way to work and um they were like I forget it was Amanda Francis is like who I was listening to and she was like balance like doesn't exist like if you look at anybody who is like uh quote-unquote successful or like whoever like you know has this amazing life that they've created for themselves and they like like in terms of like manifestation she's like they're not perfectly balanced like that's not because I feel like that's a big (laughs) illusion right and like I personally feel like the need to like okay make sure my health is in check and make sure my business is running smoothly and making sure like all my business tests are done for the week. And like, it's very systematic, which like for me, I, I thrive off of lists. And I think a lot of people starting out in things, especially like something as complex as like having, you know, running a business and all those things. But I also think like, and this is just a reminder to myself, but also to anybody else who feels this way. Like I, if we, and it's like what Brit and Tara said, I don't even remember where, cause I've listened to all of their things everywhere, but about like, are you climbing the right ladder? Like, wh- like you might be taking all these action steps. My dogs are in the background. I apologize if you can hear them. Um, but like, if you're taking all these steps and you're working so hard towards something, like you have to reflect back and be like, is this what I want to be doing? Like, is this an alignment right now? Right. And like, also remembering that like just because something might not be in alignment right now doesn't mean that it never will be either so yeah that's huge that is huge like I feel like just in the last two weeks I've had to step back and trust that and trust that it's going to get done yeah and it'll get done exactly when it's supposed to and the balance comment is so true like I'm getting shit done for spirit mamas right now like I'm still working full-time I'm taking care of my son our house looks a wreck 
Mm-hmm. Like, do not even come look at my house right now. Like, there's shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is right now. Right. And we keep saying we're going to do, like, projects to landscape our yard and all this other. No, it's just not yeah. getting done. Yep. And I, I'm not feeling bad about it because it's going to get done. Right. It's just going to get done when it's supposed to, which is not right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even had that kind of, like, a moment this morning where I was like planning out my day and I was like and I just came off of two 12-hour shifts and I'm like how about we just like after I record this podcast episode just like take a bath and like go on a walk and like do some self-care like paint my nails like do stuff that like I've because I don't know that's just the whole thing is like whenever I feel like I'm having a day where I'm like okay I have to do this and I have to do this and if I'm getting stressed out about something before I'm even sitting down because honestly like recording a podcast episode with you, doing my free masterclass tonight that I'm so pumped for, and like doing an hour of schoolwork should not be as stressful as it was feeling. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I just, and I should say too, just because you're excited about something doesn't mean sometimes that like, it's not stressful. Yeah. Or that it's, you know, right? Like, and that's, (laughs) like getting your energy in check before you take action is huge. It's huge. So yeah, like I made sure, you know, before this, I was like, let me meditate. Let me have a second. And even if it's again, a minute, a minute makes such a difference to stop and take some long, deep breaths or turn on a song or, you know, your energy can shift in an instant, but you've got to do that like pre-work for lack of a better term (laughs) to get it to shift, you know? I know. I do feel like every, every morning when I like sit down to meditate, like the way I see, like even outside my window versus like when I, like right before I meditate and then right after it's like, everything is so much brighter and like time seems to go by so much slower. Like it really does create that space. So. Which is crazy. This morning. Yeah. When I was meditating, I, that exact thing happened. Like I knew there was so much that had to be done today. And I was I literally almost called you and was like, do we move this? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, there is enough time today. Everything will get done. Yeah. But it was after meditation that, right. <laughs> that I thought that before right. I definitely didn't. Right. I love it. Do you want to open the records? Do you want to do a little Yay! bit? Open them? Yes. Okay. So um, I guess we should probably circle back. I feel like I probably didn't do a very good job of explaining even what the records are in the beginning because I just get so excited. So for those of you that have never had experience with the Akashic Records, people like to call it the great big library in the sky. You know, I think of it more as like your spirit team that you are connecting with. So it could be loved ones that have passed over, your masters and teachers, Some have never been on the earthly plane. Others have, um, you know, when I was actually transmitting for Spirit Mama's kind of like, what is the Akashic Records? It came through that some of them are not even earthly beings, like some are alien. It really just depends on you and who your spirit connects with. And what comes through is not fortune telling, is not, you know, predictive by any means. The records are mutable. You have free will what comes through is just what you need to hear right now in the moment. A lot of it's not earth shattering. It's stuff that you tend to know really deep down that you maybe don't want to face, but it's just the infinite love and infinite support that you need in that moment. And it's never hurtful. You know, it's always from a place of love and it's always really beautiful. I feel like I end every session and I feel better You know, I think they're very healing, not just for the person that I'm doing them for, but for myself to feel that love and and that support. And again, that you're just not alone, that you have your guides are here and with you every step of the way. So sometimes like your 
spirit animals may come through. Sometimes I may feel that you have a chakra that's imbalanced. Um, really every time is different. You know, there's no guarantee of what's going to come through. If you have a specific question, it may or may not get answered. Again, the, the Akashic decides what you need to know. And it's really, really beautiful. Um, I think that's probably the gist of it. I will say a little prayer. Um, there's parts of it that I kind of go silent and say things in my head, but I will be opening the records for all of the podcast listeners. So, you know, what comes through is, is meant for you guys that are listening to here. And then let's do it. Love it. Hmm. Universe, support me in coming into an elevated, expanded state of consciousness. So that I may come into vibrational alignment with your perspective. Set aside the totality of my personality. That I may serve as a clear channel for your divine loving guidance and knowing. Help me to see the self-love with Sid podcast listeners as they are seen in the light of Akashic perspective. Help me to know the self-love with Sid podcast listeners as they are known in the mind of God. And enable me to share the messages of self-love with Sid's podcast listeners with integrity, clarity, and love. And so it is. The records are now open. We see you. We see you. We see you. We love you. You are held. You are cared for. You are on this earthly plane at this exact moment for an exact reason. And even if you don't know that exact reason right now and you worry and you worry and you worry, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let us hold that worry. You are supported. You are loved. We are here for you. Love, 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 love. Lead with love. Give with love. Give more love than you think that you can give, for you will get love in return. Love is the answer. Love is all you need. Love is what the world needs right now. Love each other as listeners, as a group. Lean on each other. Lean on each other. Your sisters and brothers come together in unity. You are together as the listeners of this podcast. You have so much in common. You've been brought together at this point in time for a very specific reason. And it is to lean on each other and to love each other and to grow with love and to grow together and to grow with Sydney. You are teaching as much to Sydney as she is teaching to you. You will learn from each other. You will learn, you will learn, you will learn. Just open your heart and open your eyes and open your mind and believe and listen and love. There's so much growth happening on the planet right now and happening within yourselves and and it can be scary, but do not let the fear come in. Do not let the fear and the worry come in. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Open your chest and open your heart to love, for there is so much love to give. Each and every one of you have so much love to give. Your love tanks are brimming. 
brimming and brimming and brimming. And if it feels like you don't have any love to give and you feel empty, ask for some love, ask for what you need, ask for that help and that love. You have that permission. You can do exactly what you need to do. You have that power within you. Don't think that you don't. You are not helpless. We are here with you and we are always with you. And if you ever need help, just reach out and ask. Just ask. Have a conversation with us, with your specific spirit guides. We are always, always, always here to listen. And if you don't believe that we're there, we believe enough for you. We are here and we are listening and we are open and ready to, to give you the love that you need and to, to fill you up if you feel like your tank is empty. We are here to hold you and carry you and support you. And we are, we are with you. We are with you every step of the way. Do not forget that. Feel our love. Feel all love. Everything is love. The world is full of possibility right now and hope. There is so, so much hope. If you look for it, it is there. If you look for anything, it is there. But if you look for hope, it is there. Are there any specific questions, Sid, that you're, you feel like coming through that you think the that's listeners want to want to know? That's what I'm trying to feel for. Give me a minute. I guess the biggest question. So I, I, I was real quick. I don't know if you have a listener named Michelle, but it just feels like her her mom wants her to know that she's okay and that oh, that she loves her. I just got chills. I don't know. That just I don't know if that's that just came through. I got chills. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the biggest thing that really comes through for me is with for some reason around manifesting, like. Uh, like what what is it that people need to know in terms of like letting go of what they've always known and then how can they really just get connected to like their higher self and their higher truth and their higher being in terms of like their dream life because that's something I connect to all the time with them and that's something I always talk about is like envisioning your absolute highest dream self like dream life and what does that look like and what is the highest version of yourself look like and I think there's a lot of resistance for people because people don't can't even fathom that 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 higher self is even existing because they're so caught up in like the humanness of it so I guess anything that comes through around that is what I'm I feeling. think I think I just yeah they're all nodding at me like you you said it uh, so perfectly there is that resistance and it feels that it feels so big and it feels too big to some people and so don't let it feel too big bring it back to you and that that inner child and and talking to your inner child and and what is that thing that you dreamed of as a child that you maybe have forgotten and it's okay if you've forgotten everyone forgets that's part of the human experience is that you are constantly learning and forgetting and relearning and, and what comes through in, in childhood is so pure and lovely. And then the world breaks it down and then you forget. So sit, sit with yourself and sit with that inner child and, and ask her or him, what, what do you want? What, and, and the answer may surprise you and it may be really simple and it, it, it may be as simple as just food. I want food or I want love or I want 
attention or I want to be seen. I think a lot of us really just want to be seen. And that's why it's so hard for us to even see our higher selves because we can't even see our current selves. And so taking the time to, to just sit with that inner child is so, so important and, and, and break it down. Don't, don't start so big. If that feels bad to you, start small. What does your perfect day look like? What does your perfect hour look like? What does your perfect minute look like? And start there. If you can't think big enough to what your whole life would look like, that that can be big and that can be scary and we get that and that's okay. So what do you want the next minute of your life to look like? Mm. What do you want the next 10 minutes to look like? The next 30 minutes? Start there. Is it as simple as as breathing? You want to breathe for the next minute. Mm. That is a beautiful place to start and that is a perfect place to start. And wherever you start is the exact perfect place that you are meant to start. So just because Julie sitting next to you can imagine her entire dream life and it's written down and she wants the Barbie dream house and the dream car and the picket mm-hmm. fence and the kids. That's not your dream and that's okay. Right. And, and, and sit with that and, and it's, be okay with that, that it's okay, that your dream can look different than someone else's dream. And, and, and society is, we're told that we're supposed to have a specific dream and it's okay if you don't. It right. is okay if your dream is to lay on a beach in Costa Rica and do nothing else. Right. That is your dream and that is fine. Yeah. You and your dream are perfect and whole and wonderful and don't chip away at your dream because you think it needs to be smaller or what someone else wants for you. Right. And it almost goes back to like that trust in themselves, you know, and like that gut reaction, like whenever that question is asked, it's like exactly the first thing that comes to your mind is always going to be the right thing. And like just trusting and knowing Absolutely. that. Yeah. And it could feel weird. It could feel so fucking weird. Yeah. But you're like, why did I think that? Or why do I even want that? Right. And it's going to take some unpacking. So this is me talking and not the Akashic. But I think I was so conditioned for a long time that the nine to five job is the only thing you can have. Mm. And it is the only right way to be doing. You know, you get good grades in high school, you go to a good college, you graduate and immediately go into the workforce. And it's a nine to five job. And then you get married and you have kids and yada, 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 the tale of all the time. And I think it's only within, gosh, the last six months that I started to dismantle that and say, life can be different than that. I don't have to have a nine to five job. I can do something different. Yeah, absolutely. And that has been, gosh, huge. And not something that I thought was super ingrained in me, but it definitely is. Yeah. I feel that hardcore too like especially just with the business and wanting to grow it to the point you know what I mean but still having that block of like no but I have to have like a stable job and I have you know or like even coming down and it's scary change is scary I think that's another thing you know it's it's not going to be easy Hmm. I think a lot of people want what's going to be easy and that's probably why they stay in a nine-to-five job I know it's why I've stayed in a nine-to-five job it's easy I know there was something else that was coming through about community when we were just sitting there and you were transmuting. I feel like another question or that's coming up is like, not only oh, like the direction of the community. Cause I know that I, every, every step that I take is always the right next step with my community and where I'm leading them and where I'm guiding them. And I trust that. Um, but almost it feels like how I feel like so many people that are in the community either are afraid to 
be vulnerable with each other in the community, but also like with the people in their lives. Um, and I also at the same time feel like they're having a hard time um, really expressing who they are in the realm of like personal growth and spirituality and self-love and confidence. Like it's, it's like they're interested and they really like the content and they really think it's like really beautiful and it, it really hits home with them. But I also feel like called to ask why or how to approach like getting into that vulnerable state and like feeling confident in that um and really like embodying like the self-love and the confidence and you know connecting back home with like their their true self and a community just keeps like screaming out <laughs> to me when I sit here with my eyes closed so I don't know what comes through for that um so I think you know I think it's it it's a little bit of what was coming through when I first opened the records. It's I keep hearing the words like lean, lean on each other, lean on each other, that, that this group, you know, this safe, it's a safe space. And I think that sometimes that's assumed, but I think it should be said like the, the listeners here and in Sid's Facebook group and, and, and on her IG. And I mean, really anywhere that this community is gathering specifically mm. is a safe space and that baby steps are absolutely okay. To be vulnerable does not mean that you need to come and pour out your entire life story to the entire group. Yeah. It can be as simple as I'm having a bad day and just saying that, and you don't have to elaborate if you don't want to, you don't have to give anyone any more than that, but, but just saying that, will open you up so much more and will get the group more in tune with sharing their experiences. I think it's, it's not natural to share in the current state. You know, I think there are people that, that, that do it because they're used to it or, or that's how they were raised. But I think a lot of this group I'm feeling uh, feels like they're in the shadows and feels like, you know, the, to your point, they're dabbling a little bit and that maybe they haven't even talked to their families about the fact that they listened to a mm. podcast like self-love with Sid. They, you know, uh, listen, I, I keep getting the like closet. Like they're kind of like, they're listening, but they're not telling other people that they're listening. Yeah. Um, and the content does resonate, but there's still, I think, work to be done to figure out maybe why it resonates with them or like that. There's still a lot of internal work that, that it feels like, like, I just feel such a block in my chest right now. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's that, how like, I feel I, too with the, like, I, I literally, like how you said within this, like the shadow side and like in the closet, like, and I, it, I resonate a lot with it because like, that's how I was when I first started. And like, naturally, I think I'm going to be attracted, like I've attracted people in that are where I used to be, which is the whole point of my business is to, you know, help them shift and move through all that stuff. Um, but yeah, like if with like the live trainings, even I feel like there's just people who are so like not showing up for themselves, like people that are interested in people that RSVP. And then it's like, it, they're not, I almost, it's not even, I wouldn't even care if it was my thing or if it was somebody else's, like, it doesn't matter what like you're showing up for yourself for what way you're showing up for yourself in. But I almost feel like it's like, they think that it's, this is a beautiful opportunity and they're super interested. And then when it comes down to the time to like, take care of themselves and to show up actually do it then it's like out the window and if somebody else's I almost feel like someone else's obligation is coming in and that's like 
really symbolic for like their life. So like where else in their, you know what I mean? Where else in your life are, you, are they doing mm-hmm. that? Like, yeah, I think unfortunately what's coming through is that like they, unless, unless and until they want to do the work, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And that there is not anything you as a facilitator, Sydney, can do to, to change that. Okay. That they've got to come to terms with that on their own. Okay. I think you can provide tools to help them. But again, if they're not even showing up to get the tools, right. it just feels like I'm getting like a shrug. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's not your, resp- like, it's not your responsibility. Like they have to want to get to that place themselves. Yeah. Um, but I think hundred percent provide the tools that once they get there and what's coming through is like, you have them, you are, you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting them there, they're not going to come until they're ready. And there's, there's not anything you can do to change that. Mm, that was going to be my next question. I know. It's just like divinely, how could I be of higher service? Do you know what I mean? That you're like, they're just like, you're, you're already doing enough. Like it's, you are enough. You are doing enough and so don't even wait. Thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your energy worrying about it. Got it. You know, cool. Easier said than done, of course. But. Well, yeah, but that was kind of reassuring. <laughs> I know. I love it. Is there anything else that's coming through? Just lean on each other, be with each other. That even if you're scared to share with the group, start a journal, share with your, share with yourself, right? Yeah. Write yeah. those feelings down with yourself. I think it feels like a lot of the group is, is not even honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's no judgment. Like, I'll, let me step back from that and say, there is no judgment coming from me or from the Akashic on that. That's just exactly where you are right now. And that is perfectly, perfectly fine. Right. But to take that next step, you are going to have to put that mirror up and look at that and and see, but know that, when you do, you are so loved and you are so supported and you are so taken care of that, that you don't need to fear or worry or it's going to feel weird and that's okay. But once you break through that weirdness, there is so much beauty and so much love and so much like they're just like hugging me. Like I just, there's so many hugs um, and it's, it's within the group and within yourself that, that just taking that first step. I, you know, I keep getting like journal, journal, journal keeps coming through. Like mm. take that time to just start writing to yourself and it could be a line a day. It could be a paragraph a day. It could be whatever you feel called to do, yeah. but take that time to start to get to know yourself because if you don't get to know yourself, then you're not going to be able to articulate to someone else how you're feeling. Right. If you can't, right. if you can't say it to yourself. And again, it's perfectly okay. If that is where you're at, you got to start somewhere. And there is nothing wrong with that. But if you are feeling called to up level, to, to work through that, to just to do more, it's as simple as just start writing and whatever comes through, comes through. And there is no right. There is no wrong. There is no certain amount of time of day. You need to do it. Like whatever you feel called to do it, it, but make it a practice and start to do it. You know, if daily feels like too much, okay, once a week, right. a couple times a week, whatever feels manageable to you is, is fine to start yeah. with. Again, you got to start somewhere. 
Yeah. And I, and I just keep going back to like the fact that these people in my community, a lot of them really resonate with who I was like before I started my business and like the reason why I started my business once I got into like personal growth and stuff. And I just feel like somebody in the community needs to hear this, but I think if you're feeling a lot of resistance and I know I've talked about this on like free trainings and on the podcast and in like the courses that I do, but if you're feeling resistance around doing that deep interpersonal work, or even just like being honest with how you feel about a situation. Cause a lot of times I feel like the people in this community are so um, like collectively, it just feels like so focused on what's going to look, what's going to look better or what's gonna what is like it goes back to that like what should I do right like what that energy of like with like just life in general like how you're spending your days and like what goals you're reaching for and all those things and I think the biggest thing like you're never gonna feel content until you're 100% honest with yourself and you can sit down and you can write through all your shit and you can feel out like the shitty times in your life and like ask yourself like what the hell did this teach me and like what am I choosing moving forward like what are the things that I'm like what are the intentions that I'm setting like what are the things that are going to feel really good to me like until you're able to sit down and get honest with yourself about all of that like no one can do the work for you. I can't do the work for you. The girls in the community can't do the work for you. No other teacher or guide can do the work for you. It's all of the work that I do is to teach you how to come back home to yourself because you're always the one that has the right answers. And this is being channeled right through me. Um, I was going to say, oh man, because I literally feel like they're clapping. Like they're just clapping being like, yep, yep, yep. Like literally. <laughs> I just, I just feel like in those, like, I feel like in the times when you're most, and again, I don't know who needs to hear this, but in the times when you don't want like when you are like I do not want to be alone I do not want to be like alone at night or alone because somebody like your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your significant others out of town or your home like in that space by yourself if you're feeling like I do not want that I need to be surrounded by people because of like a comfort thing I want you to ask yourself why that's so uncomfortable and I want to remind you that again this feeling of just, I guess it's like fear of being with your own thoughts because like the first time that I sat down to meditate, I remember being like, I don't even want to sit down and think about all the shit going on in my head because it just felt so painful. But the only way out of that pain is through like the only way out of the things that are hurting you and making you feel like you're suffering and feeling fearful and painful. And like all of the negative emotions that you're trying to rid yourself of, like sure showing up in the Facebook community is a great opportunity and showing up for the courses and all of those things. But it's like, what is most important I think is doing that work alone. Like get out your journal and write out how you're feeling and just like look at situations that happened in your past, like five, six, 10, 20 years ago that are still affecting you and work on healing those. And then once you're in a place of like, okay, like this is feeling, you know, I'm feeling better and I'm just like comfortable to be alone with myself again. Like that's the biggest thing. Like if you're feeling like I don't want to be alone, I, I need to be with people. I need to be comforted. Like you have that fearful shitty feeling of like, I just cannot be alone. I'm going to cry myself to sleep again tonight. I just want to remind you the only way out of that is literally going through the shitty emotions and realizing that they're not as scary as you're making them seem to be or that your ego is making it seem exactly. to be. And I keep getting a message about like self-medicating and it just, it's only going to work for so long that if you need to be told to put down the joint, put down the bottle, put down the glass of wine, whatever it is that you're using as that kind of self-medication, it's going to be hard, but to get clear with yourself, you have to get clear of that junk too. And I say that also from a place of pure love because I was that person. I used to smoke weed every single day because I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts and I didn't want to be alone with myself. And it took 
like realizing that and stopping that to really get super clear on what I wanted. And it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. I'm not saying that if you currently self-medicate, like you got to stop cold turkey, but, but know that, you know, somewhere in the back of your mind that to be your highest self and to live your highest self, that that's got to stop and that you've got to stop leaning on that as a crutch and not to say that you can't do it recreationally or have fun or whatever. Um, but that if you're using it as a means of not sitting alone with your thoughts, you're never going to get clear. Right. And until you decide that you want to stop, you're, you're not going to. Right. And that even applies like for my own, like thinking back to my past applies to like relationships or always wanting to be out with friends or like always wanting to party or like whatever that looks like. Like if you're in that situation right now where you're like, okay, you're always looking for the next thing to be doing. And even if that doesn't even look like, like self-medicating or, you know, sex or relationships or drugs or partying or whatever, like maybe that just looks like you want to have plans every day of the week with people because you're uncomfortable spending a day alone. Like look at that and ask yourself why, like, what are the reasons why? And again, like that stuff gets so much, it gets, it seems so heavy until you're able to shine light on it. Like the minute that you're like sitting down and you're going to journal about how you're just genuinely like what's on your mind and how you're feeling and all of the shitty emotions on the bad days, like that is love in itself. And that's going to dissolve all of the fear and all of the negative emotions that come with it. And sure, it's not going to be an overnight you're not just going to get fixed overnight and it's going to be a process, but every day that you wake up, that you have that urge of like, I need to go do something. I need to be doing more or being more or with people or you're looking for that distraction. I really want to challenge you to like get out a journal, meditate and get out a journal and figure out what the fuck's going on inside of you because everything going on. And I always say this as well. Everything going on outside of you is a direct reflection of your internal state. So if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to change your life, if you're wanting to feel better and to have better relationships and to have more money and have the job of your dreams and, you know, travel and have your dream house and all of these beautiful things, like you got to work out the shit that's inside of you before that can become a reality. Cause you'll never believe that you're deserving of it. You'll never believe that it's the truth for you. Um, you really got to heal that shit before you're going to be able to realize, okay, this is this, I like, I do deserve this and I do deserve everything that is like that I want, you know? Hey, fucking men. I feel like this is so fucking, like, this is the deepest episode I've ever done. I love it. <laughs> I, love, I it. love it. It was so funny because I was like, God, this is getting really tough love, but it like, it's what needed to come through. And like, I could feel you so connected. Like, I don't know if you could tell, Sydney and I are on a Zoom, like, looking at each other as we're recording this, and I was, like, rocking back and forth because there was so much energy coming through from you and me, and I was like, oh, my God. This no, is I had my eyes closed for half nuts. of that just because I was just, yeah. Yeah! I, I feel like we probably need to do a part two of this. I know, um, I know. That's what I was just about to say. This feels like, it's funny, like, I feel like this is a natural good place to stop only because I feel like if we kept going I don't know if anyone else is ready for this like energy right now <laughs> <Fair. Fair. laughs> no you know oh my gosh I this is this is amazing I I hope anyone listening feels the love I do think a lot came through that was really tough but I think it needs to be heard and I think Sydney and I are resources for you for for any of this like anything you're feeling, any questions that you have, if you want to do a one-on-one -on -one session with me, um, you know, visit spiritmamas.com. But I think if you're listening, I think it's a huge sign that you're showing up and you want to do the work. So do the fucking work. Right. And we are here for you. Like we, 
I just feel so much love and so much community from this group. Like there's so much potential. I think that's what it is. There's so much potential in this group for who you are to become, who you are now, like the love and the raising of our vibrations and just leaning on each other. Like the potential is so there. So step out of your fear, step out of the darkness, step out of the shadows and, and be willing to cultivate that light within yourself. Because the second just one of you in this community starts to continue to cultivate your light, it's like a spark and it's going to light someone else's light and someone else's light and someone else's light. And it's just, it's a, it's a domino effect. And it is so, so freaking beautiful. I'm going to be on a high the rest of today. Like I feel like I need to go run three miles. I know. I know. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Oh gosh. And now I have to go back to like my quote unquote real job. Like, Oh, <laughs> soon enough, man. Soon enough, right? Soon enough. You know. oh, uh, well, thank you, guys. Let me close the records real quick yeah. while we're just on together still. So, uh, gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Akashic masters and teachers and loved ones of Self Love with Sid, the podcast. You are a powerful, powerful, powerful group. And Anytime you need to tap into this energy, it's, it's within you. It's, it's within all of us. And I just feel so blessed and fortunate to be able to just translate these messages for this group. And I, I can feel Sydney's power growing as like a medium. I think she doesn't like, she knows it. Like deep down inside, she knows she's a medium, but we're going to bring it out of her um, because this, this powerful, powerful, powerful group is, huge the energy behind this group is immense and again you we are just so thankful and so loved and I'm so so grateful to be able to facilitate these messages and this 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 tough love with this hope and this light and God bless bless each and every one of you I I don't know you in it but I love you <laughs> love it The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Woo! I love it. Beautiful. Well, thank you so oh much. Oh my for gosh, time. so good. Definitely have to do a part of two. Of course. Love it. Yes. Yeah. No, we like it's it's written. We are doing a part two. Deal. I know. And the fact that you're like, it's so weird. I've had so many like calls callings lately to like get into Reiki and like I want to be a midwife and like just like getting into like the more spiritual side of like life and whatever um and like really I've been feeling super called to like help like exactly what you're doing you know what I mean maybe not exactly in the way with like the Akashic but like having that connection like with the divine to be able to help people to like connect with that um I feel like feels really called to me and I kind of incorporated it is and you have you have the ability a hundred percent. And I think you'll know when it comes to you, like, I think my Akashic training is what helped open me up and my like vessel, I guess, if you will, for this, I don't necessarily, it's interesting. I don't get the feeling. I can't decide if Akashic is how you will or how you won't, Yeah. but it will show up exactly when it like, you are absolutely right. You will use your intuitiveness to help others. But I kind of get the feeling that it's almost like a self-forged path that like you will just learn like a muscle that like you'll learn yeah. to use it yourself yeah. and that you don't necessarily like 
have to go to a training or a teaching or a anything like that well that's even like even on the like facebook lives that i do or like the like group coaching calls when i'm doing courses or like whatever like the mass like the free master class that i'm doing tonight like i feel like anytime somebody's asking for advice or for guidance i always take a minute to like like it's not my advice like it never is like my like from it's like i mean sure me but like it definitely feels divinely channeled for all of them but i had like written out like on um, I was like going through like my, my 10 I am affirmations about like my dream life and like what it is that I want and like whatever. And then I was mapping out like how that looks and like specifically with like the midwifery, like wanting to read as many books as I can about like childbirth and the spiritual likeness of that. Right. Um, but also, but then I wrote down like becoming a Reiki, like a Reiki practitioner. And then I got on a Facebook live and I like did some like breath work with them. And the one girl was like, well, Caitlin in my community was like, I feel like you'd be so good at Reiki. I'm like, okay, that's a fucking sign. Like, I need to like start looking into it this. Is. It really is. Cause like I, that's how I got called to the Akashic was because I kept seeing it places. Like I pulled an Oracle card that said Akashic. Then I listened to that podcast that said Akashic and like, it just kept coming up in like the weirdest ways. Yeah. And so when I did the session and she was like, I have a training, I just was like, dirt, 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 dirt. Like this is, I have to. Yeah. Beautiful. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes. So spiritmamas.com is officially live. So you can book um, a one-on-one session with me or my partner Tiffany does Reiki healing, chakra healing, and spiritual tarot as well. Uh, we do virtual sessions, or if you happen to be in Atlanta, Georgia, she does in-person stuff. Um, we also just launched our IG where you could just follow along for different uh, kind of musings, learnings, affirmations. Uh, we really are both super into crystals and want to share a lot of crystal knowledge there as well. So we're still super new, super like learning and growing but would be honored to have you along the journey with us so check us out spiritmamas.com and all of that will be linked in the show notes for you guys listening so i'll have you send me the links when we get off um but thank you everyone who listened thank you so much victoria for jumping on i appreciate it more than you know it was so i was like i have i don't know what even i just had that little nudge and i was like i gotta ask her if she wants to do a podcast episode just because our reading was so great and i was like i really feel like it was so I don't know. I feel like the energy of it too is like super breakthrough for people. So if, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, holy shit, I needed to hear everything that came through, please message us and let us know that it resonated. I would love to, we would both. Yes, please. Oh my God. I would love, love to hear from you guys. And I'll have Sydney link like my personal IG also, in case you guys want to reach out there. I am Victoria Margot. I please. Yeah. I reach out anytime. I'm so, so excited. It's like my and I think awesome. some really good stuff is going to come from this. I know. Do a little happy dance. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much. All right. Okay, my loves. So if you loved this podcast episode and you love everything that we talk about here with self-love and confidence and manifesting your dream life and spirituality and really just everything about, you know, mindset and personal growth and stepping into that next higher version of yourself um, so that you can really live the life of your dreams, I wanted to let you know about a couple of the free masterclasses that I either have coming up or I have recorded um, by the time that you're listening to this. I'm not sure if you're listening to this before um, the masterclasses go live when 
we get on via Zoom. Um, but if you're listening to this later on, um, the masterclasses will be free and recorded and, you know, at your fingertips. So whenever you're listening to this, I will leave the link down below in the show notes. Um, but I did want to tell you that if you really like the podcast and you like the things that we talk about here and you're just wanting a little bit of a deeper dive into all of these things, like I said, I have one about self-love, I have one about time management, I have one about manifesting, and I have one about morning routines. Um, and I'm sure that I'll create more in the future. But if you are interested and you would like to do a deeper dive with me, um, I would love if you joined in on one of the free masterclasses and just really, you know, investing in yourself is always going to be the best investment you could ever make, um, especially even if it is free. Um, just in investing your time and your energy back into you is the act like an ultimate act of self-love. Um, so like I said, I will leave those below for anybody wanting to get a deeper dive. Um, and again, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. You guys mean the world to me. I love you so much. All right, my loves. So before I let you go, I just wanted to share a very special offer that I have exclusively for podcast listeners, um, just as my way to say thank you and just thank you for all the love and support that you give me on this podcast, because without you guys, I couldn't do what I love. So thank you so much. Um, I will be offering everybody that listens a 20% off coupon for any course or product on my website. Um, you can just use the code podcastbabe 20 all capital letters. I will leave all of the information um, in the show notes for you guys to check it out. But this applies to any and all courses on my website, including my high vibe wellness and self-love course, my high vibe business coaching mentorship, um, my at-home self-care retreat experience, and anything that I choose to produce and create after this is recorded. So thank you guys so much for all the love and support. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, but I just love you guys endlessly. Thank you so much. All right, my love, if this episode has served you, please share it with someone who you think would benefit from listening or that would just love the episode. Also, tag me with your takeaways at selflovewithsid on Instagram. Um, and feel free to DM me with any questions or feedback that you guys have. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to connect with you. Um, subscribe and leave me a five-star review if you're feeling aligned and you're feeling called to so that we can get this message out to more people. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.